You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Pets in the City is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash city, C-I-T-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Well, as we all know, Halloween is upon us, and if you're building is anything like mine you will soon have the pitter patter of little feet and the banging of little fists on your door they're looking for candy and all kinds of treats and that's fine because i figure i'm paying back into the system that i was such a great recipient of in my day but we want to talk today about some really special kids who don't have that opportunity too often something we take for granted going to trick-or-treating the kids that stay at ronald mcdonald's house here in new york city all right this is my stop commercial boulevard yeah that's funny pets in the city will be back in a new york minute don't go anywhere stand clear of the closing doors please pets in the city is brought to you by petco.com Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code PETCITY10, that's P-E-T-C-I-T-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code PETCITY, P-E-T-C-I-T-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. 
Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? I have with me the pleasure of speaking with Chaplain Sherilyn Fry, who's Director of Family Support for Ronald McDonald House. Hello, Chaplain. Hi, Diane. Thanks for having me today. So I guess I wanted to, you know, a lot of people, when we go into McDonald's and we, we get our, our smoothies or, you know, frappes, things like that, we see the box that says Ronald McDonald House Charities. Explain to me kind of what Ronald McDonald Charities does. Well, the Ronald McDonald House in New York is the largest Ronald McDonald House in the world. We have 84 rooms and we're filled to capacity every night and we have a waiting list of children waiting to get into our facility. Uh, we are a pediatric oncology facility. That means we treat children who are battling cancer and their families uh, while they are being treated at the New York premier oncology centers like Memorial Sloan Kettering, New York Presbyterian, Columbia and Cornell, NYU and they stay with us while they're receiving their cancer treatments. And uh, we're able to do this because we have great volunteers and great donors and uh, through the, the funding of, of these generous people and the many blessings we receive here in New York City, we're able to do this. So when I put some change into the Ronald McDonald House box there in McDonald's, and that actually goes directly to fund you guys. Uh, most of the money that uh, f- uh, funds us here comes from the generous uh, donations of our, our great community, our donors, and our volunteers. And that's how we're able to uh, keep our doors open and provide all the many wonderful services and programs that we can for our children and our families who are battling cancer. Okay. And so, but there are other Ronald McDonald houses in the country, but you guys are the biggest one. We are. There are 300 Ronald McDonald houses around the world. About 200 are in the United States. And we are the third oldest Ronald McDonald house in the system and the largest in the system. Now, when you say that, you know, you help the families of the kids that are going for cancer treatments, and and as you mentioned to our listeners, where Ronald McDonald's house is in New York, they're right near Memorial Sloan Kettering and a lot of other premier cancer centers. If they didn't have Ronald McDonald's house, would they pretty much be having to stay in hotels and incurring other expenses like that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, They would have to pay the um, high uh, rent rates of our New York City um, hotels, uh, two to three hundred dollars a night, if that. And uh, it would be prohibitive for a lot of families to be able to come here from around the country and all over the world to be able to stay in New York City for an extended period of time. So we provide that uh, stay for our families here at a very economical rate, regardless of a family's ability to pay. Because of the the generous donations that we receive, we're able to give them a 
a warm and safe and hospitable, nurturing place to stay while they're being treated for cancer here in New York. And the kids also get some special visitors sometimes, not only uh, special human visitors, but they also get some special four-footed visitors as well. Tell us a little bit about that. We do. Uh, We have the Angel on a Leash Therapy Dog Program here at the Ronald McDonald House. It is four years old, and we provide 17 therapy dogs, highly trained and certified therapy dogs that meet and greet the children every single night of the week that they come home from school and come home from the hospital visits, uh, that there is a warm, fuzzy therapy dog there with their handler ready to meet and greet the child and the family. Now, and I understand that are two of these dogs in particularly close to your heart? I know all of them are special, but are two of them in particularly close to your heart? Yes, uh, we have Grace and Angel. Angel is a three-year-old Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, and Grace is a one-year-old Brittany, and they are both certified therapy dogs through Delta Society and Angel on a Leash, and they are owned or provided for by the Fry family, (laughs) my Mm -hmm. husband David and myself. David is a volunteer here every Tuesday night at Ron McDonald House with either Angel or Grace. And I typically work with one of them uh, one day during the week in my practice here as the staff chaplain and director of family support at Ron McDonald House, New York. When people say therapy dog, I think it conjures up a, a number of visions in people's heads. As far as Ronald McDonald House is concerned, kind of explain to me like a, a typical visit that someone might have with a therapy dog. Well, here it's different than in the hospital. In the hospital, you'd be a one-on-one visit, typically a bedside visit that would be directed by the clinical team. Here at the Ronald McDonald House, it's a little bit more open, more sociable family atmosphere where the children will come and go at their own rate and uh, you would have the handler and the therapy dog in the lobby or in the living room, the chapel area, sometimes in the playroom area with it could be one or several children that are meeting and petting and interacting with the handler and the dog at the same time. You can also have certain um, teams are qualified to be reading teams, so a child could be reading a book to the handler and the dog at the same time in a nurturing and um, enrichment type of activity. So it all depends. It it's, can be spontaneous and uh, it, it's different every day and it could change at a moment's notice and that's why we have very highly qualified therapy dog teams here at the Ronald McDonald House, New York. Okay, and Chaplain, we will be right back after these messages. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Pets in the City is brought to you by Pet Care Rx, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. Pet Care Rx offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings up to 50%. And if you find a lower price on a certified EPA and FDA approved medication, Pet Care Rx will match that price. So go to PetCareRx.com. Use promo code PetCity10. P-E-T-S-C-I-T-Y, the number 10, and receive $10 off orders of $50 or more. Nice costume, Bob. Really went all out. Well. Comical chicken, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's good. You too, Sherry. That's a real elaborate queen outfit you got there. Very detailed. Hey, guys. Holy crap, Carl. Impressive, right? 
It was actually easier than I thought. I simply just sharpened my hacksaw and then leveled my head against... Okay. There's an easier way to impress your friends this Halloween. Buycostumes.com. Should we call somebody? Go to buycostumes.com forward slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and get 12% hacked off your entire order. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash city, C-I-T-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? And we're back with Chaplain Fry, who truly does do God's work, in my opinion, at Ronald McDonald House. Now, we're going to talk, Chaplain, a little bit about the dogs and something you touched on briefly before in terms of them being highly trained. Now, the dogs that work with cancer patients, like the children at Ronald McDonald House, are they they trained a bit differently than, you know, a dog that might visit a hospital? Well, they go through the similar types of training, except they have more miles under their paws, um, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> we we require um, a complex level of certification. That means that they not only pass Delta Society's rigorous therapy dog certification uh, evaluation and testing, but they also have at least one year of experience in a healthcare facility before they are able to apply for uh, a volunteer position here at Ronald McDonald House. So maybe the dog would at least have to be two plus years old, one year old to go through initial certification, another year of experience. Takes a lot of time, a lot of um, patience, expertise, and dedication to work with uh, pediatric patients, but pediatric cancer patients may be a higher risk population, and and we require uh, that level of expertise and experience from our dogs and our handlers. So when you say that, like, 
you know, for example, do the dogs have to be a bit more, I guess, gentle with the pediatric patients or what, what would be the difference? It's not necessarily the gentleness of the animal. It's the predictability of the animal that they have been in this situation many times before. They've heard these loud noises. Uh, fire alarms may go off. Vacuum cleaners or, or floor cleaners machines may go off next to them. Whatever happens in a healthcare or industrial type of facility, the dogs have to be stable and can't react. Also, uh, the unpredictability of a small child. A child may uh, trip or fall uh, near or onto an animal, may uh, make a quick movement and grab or tug at an ear or a tail. The dog has to be totally stable and the handler has to know how to predict these things ahead of time and manage a situation upstream, if you will. Now, you mentioned uh, tugging a tail and tugging an ear. That brings to mind, you know, show dogs that one might see at a, at a show. And they're used to getting ears pulled and tails pulled and, you know, all kinds of other poking and prodding. I understand that there are actually a number of retired show dogs that are can be guests at Ronald McDonald House in the past and I guess in the future. Yes, we've had Rufus, the colored bull terrier, that's been a visitor here at Ronald McDonald House who is a certified therapy dog. We've also had Uno, the uh, beagle, who uh, both dogs are Westminster winners and they have visited here at Ronald McDonald House on several occasions and are certified therapy dogs. Now, is there something about purebred dogs as opposed to mixed breed dogs, in your opinion, that makes them more suitable to be therapy dogs? Or what's your take on that? Because I get a lot of questions from people that want to make their dog a therapy dog and just want to see if the pure breed or the mixed breed is preferable. What's your take on this? No, um, absolutely not. Any dog can be a therapy dog. It, it all comes down to temperament, predictability, and level of training and certification that the dog has had and the experience that the handler has had. So any dog, any shape, any size, any color of dog is able to be a therapy dog. Typically, um, when the dog starts to become a little bit older, 10 or 12 years old, depending on the animal, it's time to retire that dog regardless of the breed of the dog and the handler will know when that time is ready and also the instructor will know what time that would be but any breed any type of dog can be a therapy dog it seems like you know like for example just to switch gears a little bit for people that are visually impaired it it seems like they you're generally going to get a lab is is it something about labs that make them more suited to being a guide dog for example Well, uh, those would be service animals as opposed to therapy animals uh, that would be providing a service for somebody who is disabled. And uh, labs are the world's greatest dogs. They're the highest registered dog in the United States by far. I think they outnumber Goldens two to one. And you'd have to ask my husband on that. (laughs) I think I've just heard this a thousand times from David Fry. So I repeat what he says. But uh, they're very trainable. They live to please their master. They're a sporting dogs, so sporting dogs are bred to um, hunt and, and retrieve uh, the game back to the the handler. So they're very um, trainable and obedient dogs, and they're larger dogs. So if somebody was visually impaired or mobility impaired, they might provide a little bit more stability uh, if the person was uh, being led by the dog or leaning against the dog. 
Okay, I got you. Now that makes sense. And but at Ronald McDonald House, where the dogs are are primarily giving comfort and uh, companionship, like Brittany's are kind of mids. I, I know I met your Brittany's before Ty and Bell, which I, I know you had lost last year, and I, um, my condolences again for that. But they're they're like mid-sized dogs, right? Brittany's. Yeah, Brittany's are are about thirty-five pounds. Female will be a little bit less than a male. And they go about 20, 20 and a half inches at the wither. And they're a good medium-sized dog, a high-energy dog bred to run in the field and point birds and retrieve birds back to the handler. And uh, I would recommend to Brittany if you were a runner or an avid walker or hiker in the city or if you had some land and children that uh, the dog could run around and get a lot of activity. Our Brittany's uh, had, a, had a job to do. They were show dogs. They were um, hunting dogs. They were therapy dogs. And we kept them very busy and preoccupied, so uh, they became good therapy <laughs> dogs because of that. <laughs> I can imagine. And, you know, it's great that you mentioned especially city dogs because I, I know um, it, it really takes a special kind of dog to be a city dog because, like you were saying, you know, even in a hospital, you have all sorts of noises and different things going on. And I guess walking a dog in the city, you know, there's all sorts of noises and different things going on as well. Yes, yes, and that kind of desensitizes the animal to things that might happen in a healthcare environment where they're used to hearing ambulance sirens and fire engines, loud trucks and things. Uh, on the street, it desensitizes the animal for the hospital situation, which is a good thing because a fire alarm could go off at any time in a hospital and the flashing lights could go off and all of a sudden doors start slamming shut. And this is what happens in, in modern day hospitals and healthcare facilities. And the dogs have to be absolutely calm and stable in situations like that. I could imagine. Now, Chaplin, if I can kind of ask you something, I guess, a bit deeper here. what The work that you do, I could imagine for anyone would be spiritually and just mentally really demanding, you know, to minister to patients that have a very serious disease as well as their families. How do you do it? Well, you don't do it in a vacuum. You definitely do it in a sense of community and a lot of support, the support networks of other professionals in my in my own profession, um, counselors, uh, psychologists. We all work together as a team, social workers, the support of friends and family, and uh, my my faith tradition, of course, in, in my particular field. But um, people should always realize that, that they can't be a, a superwoman or a superman, that they need to ask for help and, and rely on the expertise and the help of others. Uh, the therapy dogs are um, my tool in, in my craft and in my practice, but they're also my comfort. So there's no psychiatrist like a, uh, a warm fuzzy dog and a wet nose so, uh, mm-hmm. that, and also you know just getting out into nature uh, running with my dogs because the Britneys uh, need to run and now I have a Cavalier and a Brittany so uh, the Cavalier and I kind of trot and the Brittany <laughs> and I kind of run mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that that's also a great stress reducer and uh, ability to meditate and to be out in nature with my animals is a, is a great help. So you're saying that not yourself and I, I would imagine your colleagues in the healthcare arena as well probably get a lot out of the dogs coming to visit. 
They do. You know, the staff has always been 50% of my population that I treat, no matter if I'm working in a hospital situation or at the Ronald McDonald House, New York. The staff benefit as well as the patients and the family members and the volunteers. So everybody gets a benefit from um, a warm, fuzzy dog and a wet nose if, uh, if they want. And, and I would say probably 99% of the people do want that. Absolutely. No, that's great. Now, tell us a little, I know at Halloween coming up, you guys have a special thing that you guys do every year at Ronald McDonald's house. And this year, it's going to be particularly special. So tell us a, a bit about what's happening on Halloween this year. Yes, this is our fourth annual um, Ronald McDonald House Therapy Dog Parade, where we um, the children dress up and uh, the therapy dogs and their handlers dress up and and we've paraded around the neighborhood in the past and this year we're going to parade up First Avenue starting at Ronald McDonald House on 73rd Street and going to 80th Street to the Cademan School which is between York and First Avenue on East 80th Street for a little party afterwards but you'll see the children going up First Avenue dressed up with the therapy dogs from Ronald McDonald House and if you see us, uh, cheer us on and and uh, give us your support as the kids are, are having a fun, great evening out. Uh, definitely enjoying being children first and children with cancer second. And, you know, something that you, I guess, you know, you, you take for granted that you bless the day that you have healthy kids that you could just bring out to do trick-or-treating. So I would imagine, you know, for a pediatric cancer patient, just some sense of normalcy like this really means a lot. Yes, uh, you know, um, every bit of normalcy that we can bring to these children's lives is a benefit to them and to their family, to bring a dog to them because they've left their dogs at home and they're used to having animals around them gives them a little piece of normalcy. To celebrate Halloween, Christmas, all the other holidays is to give that child a sense of being a child first to get that bit of candy. You might see some wheelchairs and some walkers and some things that might be a little bit different, but uh, the children are having fun and the children are being themselves and we appreciate your support and cheering us on. So can you just tell us again about what time people should be, you know, along, I guess, the walking route? It's good to go up First Avenue, right? Yes. Uh, we're going to gather at the Ronald McDonald House between 12.30 and 1 o'clock on Sunday, October the 31st, which is Halloween. We're mm-hmm. praying for good weather. I hope we have good <laughs> weather. And then uh, at 1 o'clock, we'll be processing up to First Avenue to 80th Street to the Cademan School. So it'll, it'll happen over the course of maybe, you know, 20 or 30 minutes uh, from 1 to 1.30 going up First Avenue, I would I would think. Okay, great. Well, listen, everybody who is listening, it would be fantastic if you could take some time out of your day between 1230 and 1 to show up somewhere between 73rd and 80th Street along First Avenue. I have a feeling it's going to be a great day. You know, just greet the children and let them know that you're pulling for them and cheer them on. And what else could they do for them, Chaplain? Just let them know they're there. That would be wonderful. That would be a great thing. Just like it's their little mini marathon, you know, they're just running up First Avenue like the marathoners in another week. Here are children coming up First Avenue in their Halloween costumes with their favorite dogs. So it's be a fun afternoon for everybody. And you get to see some of the therapy dogs as well. So yeah, that, that's yes, real. we love 
We love pets and we love cheers and uh, the therapy dogs are hams and they'll probably be dressed up uh, nicer than than us. So <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we appreciate uh, your goodwill and your kindness. Well, you heard it here. So everyone definitely take some time out from your day. It would mean a lot to a lot of people. And Chaplain, I, I guess that's it. Now, if people can't make it to the parade and they would like to contribute in some way to Ronald McDonald's house, how could they do that? Uh, yes, you can always stop by. Uh, we're on East 73rd Street between York and 1st Avenue. And uh, there's a big blue awning that says Ronald McDonald House, New York. We also have a website, rmh-newyork.org. Or you could Google Ronald McDonald House, New York, and, and we would come up uh, first on the Google also. And you could uh, just browse through our website and see all the different programs. The Therapy Dog program is on there, so you get to see some of the pictures of us and the dogs and the kids in action. And all the great events that we have that go on every month. There's always something uh, going on um, just about every month here at Ronald McDonald House that the public can participate in. Okay, great. Well, again, Chaplain, we appreciate you taking time to speak with us here on Pets in the City at Pet Life Radio, and we'll be looking forward to you on Halloween. Thank you, Diane. Thanks for having me on your show. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that'll do it once again for this episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. And again, everybody, if you happen to be around First Avenue between 73rd and 80th Street this Sunday, October 31st, which is Halloween, it would be really, really cool for you to to just show up and kind of like the chaplain said, a mini marathon to just cheer the kids on. Kids that really could use, you know, let just know that you're out there and you're cheering for them. We take for granted that we could take our kids out for trick-or-treating and this is a special group of kids so definitely try and make an effort but as you guys know there are a zillion zillion Halloween parties going on this weekend oh my god last week it of course was Tompkins Square Park which was an absolute off-the-hook circus as it usually is it was a lot of fun so is the uh, Carl Schertz parade as well if you miss those you are not out of luck Queens on Saturday the 30th you have the canine costume carnival at Rockway Freeway Dog Park you have the 5th annual Forest Hills Dogs Lovers Association costume event on Sunday the 31st Manhattan you still have plenty of parties coming your way including Sunday October 31st you have the Halloween fundraiser at the Bull Moose Dog Run which is right near the Museum of Natural History that's one of my favorite runs and um Uh, In Westchester, you have the Costume Ball for All, F-U-R, All, of course, on the 31st. You can get information on all of these parties at the Pet Life Radio website and also at the NewYorkTales.com website. So we will leave you once again, all you ghouls and goblins, to stay out of trouble and have good fun this weekend. And remember, what might be fun for you may not be fun for the dog, so try and keep the loud noises and especially the chocolate. I shouldn't have to tell you that chocolate's poison for dogs, so keep it all wrapped up. But have a lot of fun. If you have pictures of your pets that you have 
tortured into wearing these costumes, then definitely send them. I kid, I know they enjoy it, and so do you too. But send them to Pet Life Radio, and uh, maybe we'll post them. So once again, thanks for listening to us. Uh, shout out to my producer. Thanks for always putting up with me, Mark. And let your friends and family know that you like our show. We're also on iTunes. And let your favorite pet store know that you like us too. Talk to you soon. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> <laughs>